morning. <coughs> there is a uh, sefer from Rav Chaim Palaji <laughs> called Ruach Chaim, where he had the Sheila from a city where the Hazan used to wear a garb that was very, very similar to the garb of the Hazan of the churches. Was he allowed to pray like this or not? You saw in many synagogues, you see the Hazan with a very long, uh, either white coat or a black coat and special hat. Um, it's difficult to know what the origin of these, of these coats are. Although it's no problem that the Hazan should have a special uh, garb. Actually, it's brought down in, in the Mishnah Rura, in the, in the the early minhag was that the chazan is a special garb. We mentioned it yesterday. The special garb, <coughs> specifically for the chazan, that was going all the way down, covering even the feet. It was not respectful for the the chazan. Was very very uh, important position. The chazan kavua. Uh, the mishnah Rabbah brings the same way. The tamid chacham is not allowed to have a stain on his uh, on his clothes. So too the shaliach tzibur. At any time when he goes out, he represents the kal not only when he prays, but also throughout the, the, the life. And therefore, when he would go to the marketplace, he has to be perfectly dressed like the Tamil Chacham. Same thing. So you see that there was importance in the way he dressed. He represented the Kahal. But can he dress like this? So he is very, very sharp with this. And he says, I read to you the Lashon, This is a bad Minhag and very disgusting. Because they want to look like the, the priests. <laughs> At the time that they serve God. Even if there's slight changes between the garb of the, of the, of the priest and the garb of the shaliach tzibur. As long as it's very similar when you see it. You could see a similarity between the two. Asur lekola deot. It's asur according to every single da. He brings the Mahari Kolon and the Rama. Levatel minhag ze. You have to levatel this minhag. There's another sefer, a sefer called Lev Ha'ivri, that says that if on Yom Kippur the only place that one is allowed is is available is a place that has such a such a such a garb, and the shachzibur is dressed in such a way. It's better he prays beyachid in his house, and he goes to synagogue to pray to pray with the shachzibur like this. Why? You cannot go like the ways of the goyim, especially when it comes to avodah zarah. And therefore, this is very similar to avodah zarah. You should never look like that. This is what it says in the halacha. Very interesting because. There are places like this. The master, there are places. Again, it's very hard to know which one is what. So I searched a little bit because I have a little bit of a safek. I used to live in Paris in front of a Antonist uh, church. So Antonist is is uh, is uh, a sect of, of Christianity that uh, they, there's nothing in in their in their church. There's no cross. There's nothing. And I remember the priest. I mean, with my mash across the street from my bedroom, so I would, uh, you know, I would see, I would see the, the, you know, every Sunday the the priest, and he was dressed my mash like the the garb that the many rabbis use, with the two buttons in the back, same thing, 
And uh, I had a question, you know, where, where is the origin of this uh, black garb with the two buttons in the back? What is this? I searched a little bit. <coughs> Apparently, it brings that... Um, here brings a story that when they went from, from Europe to, to, to America, the, whatever, to make a long story short, here it says that uh, uh, the latter as well as the robe were an imitation of the garb of the Protestant clergyman. Ne- uh, they didn't know. Basically, he's saying a story. The rabbi is saying, we didn't know that this was the origin. Apparently, Protestant, this Antonist uh, thing is a part of Protestant uh, Christianism. And it's, that's the way they, they dress there. So I question very strongly this. Well, I mean, all the rabbis, many rabbis wear this thing. More Ashkenaz rabbis and Sephardic rabbis. It makes sense because Christianity was more prevalent in, the, in Europe than it was in the Arab countries. But it says here, it brings that British Sephardic clergy wear canonicals with top hats instead of berettas. Previously, tricorn that were worn over a hairpiece. It is said that one summer in the 19th century, Hazan of Bevis Marks felt hot, removed his wig, found his tricorn no longer fitted and officiated at the top of war. Sephardi Chazanim in Amsterdam and elsewhere retained the tricorn. British Chachamim all seem to have worn robes as on the continent. For example, an example is seen as the portrait of David Nieto, uh, 1701, a Jewish uh, Theological Seminary of America. is not certain whether these were an echo of Christian ecclesiastical wear, or a style specially developed for or by rabbis. You see that there's a lot of similarity between the dress that they had, the rabbis, the, and uh, it's very questionable. These, these garbs that I go to certain synagogues sometimes, I see the Hazan uh, in Mexico, they have many that, uh, by the Shamis, they have many uh, that the Hazan goes with a, with a special hat and things like this. In Paris also, there's still a lot of synagogues like this. It's very, very questionable. It would, one would require to mamash go and, and analyze if this garb is, was a especially spe- Jewish garb or if it has been copied from the uh, other religions. In, what, in that case, one would not be allowed to pray in that synagogue. So.